0: Harry spoke first. So, uh, what's an omni-paradox? An omni-paradox is an extremely rare and potentially universe-shattering space-time event, explained the Doctor, his face ashen. It's a monumental source of energy. Just as nuclear power is brought about by bashing atoms together, omni-paradox power is brought about by the collision of time. One false move, and we could snap reality like a twig. Wow. Exactly, Perry, as you so succinctly put it. Wow. The coordinates to the Omni Paradox appeared, floating in midair like smoke, as if scrawled by a ghostly graffiti artist. The Doctor inputted the coordinates into the console, and the time rotor rose and fell. Well, that settles it, he said. Anyone who can contact the TARDIS across the depths of space and time using just the power of their mind, well, it could only be... Another doctor. Another you. Exactly. Perry struck a determined pose. Okay, well, if it is really you, and the other you wants this omni-paradox, let's go get it. The doctor rolled his eyes. Fine, Perry. If you insist, we'll go get the Omniparadox, he tutted to himself. Americans, they can put a man on the moon, but not a conjunction in a sentence. I have no idea where we're going to end up, he grumbled. I really hate going on badly researched expeditions. The first thing Perry heard when she left the TARDIS was the creaking of timbers and the gentle lapping of the sea. The first thing she saw was a goat, tethered to the floor by a ring. The doctor moved to the animal and bowed low. Greetings, Neddy. We have travelled far across the universe to come to your vessel. The goat put its hooves on the doctor's chest and tried to grab a nibble of his cravat. Perry sighed folded her arms and leaned against the TARDIS. Honestly, stop wasting your time talking to that old goat. You just look silly. The Doctor drew himself up to his full height. Perry. In this civilization, this creature might be the dominant species. It is by no means a waste of my time to converse with my friend Neddy here. It was Neddy I was talking to. The floor gave a sudden lurch. And Perry staggered and clutched the TARDIS for support. We're on a boat! A big boat! Indeed we are, grinned the Doctor. We've just met a goat on a boat, who put its hooves on my coat, and tried to eat the thing on my throat! <laughs> Perhaps we've landed on the planet completely devoted to the works of Doctor Zeus. I've been tempted to go there a couple of times. I'm quite keen to try the green eggs and ham. Quit clowning around, Doctor. Where exactly are we? The doctor wandered around the room. There were more animals in cages, chickens, pigs, and even a bull tethered in a stall. There were also ominous splashes of blood on the wooden planking of the inner hull. The doctor looked around him, pointing his finger in all directions to focus his thoughts. Well, (sighs) let me see. From the topography of the hull, I'm guessing there's three, probably four, masts above us. They're keeping livestock for the journey. My guess is we're on a European sailing ship on a very long voyage, sometime in the 15th or 16th century. He brought out a small device from his pocket, about the size and shape of a stapler. It made a high-pitched twittering noise, which was almost like music. This machine gives off a false omniparadox signal, explained the doctor. It bounces off against the true omniparadox signal and resonates against it like two tuning forks. He waved the device in the air. It should react and give us the exact location of His voice trailed off. Something was glowing above the TARDIS, flickering with a silver light. The doctor switched off his device, stepped forward, and almost looked as if he was going to touch it. I've never seen one. A perfect omniparadox. How beautiful it is. You said it was one of the most dangerous things.